Welcome to the Elite Team Athletics Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. Click that subscribe button and leave a comment. Anyways, I got my guy Q in here. I'm your host, Kyle Coglatori, and let's get right into it. NBA news. Uh, the Wolves lost last night, but that's been a trend all season. But the reason why it was interesting is because LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards faced off for the first time. Uh, LaMelo did get a double-double, um, but he had 20 points. I think it was like 11 boards. If it would have been assists, I would have been a little bit more impressed. I just think with that lineup, it's, it's easy for him to snag a couple balls if he just hustles. But Anthony Edwards, I mean, he had 21. It wasn't like he got worked or anything. So what are your thoughts, Q? I think it was a, a very good, you know, competitive matchup. You know, LaMelo Ball, nice double-double, you know, squeezed in four assists, got three steals. Very impressive for a rookie, you know. Obviously, he has a a huge upside and a lot of potential. And I think we're only going to see, you know, him get better, you know, as he continues to play in the NBA, but let's not forget about scary Terry last night, since it was a, a night of the, the guards, he dropped 41 last night on 65% from the field, six Ooh, for wait. 10 from six for 10 from three, nine for nine from the free throw line. He ended up snatching seven boards as well. So, some pretty nice stat lines by the uh, Charlotte Hornets guard play. Anthony Edwards, he had a decent game himself. Um, 21 points, six boards, three assists. Not bad. I mean, he's starting to tap into some of that potential that we that we know he has. You know, obviously he's going to you know have growing pains and a lot of progressions in this first season. But, you know, it was, uh, it was competitive to say the least. And then if we, we move to the uh, West Coast, we're going to see Durant go up against Golden State, his return. What are you thinking? I heard they're doing a tribute for him. Uh, I think they should. You know, that is, uh, you know, he'll he'll always be a warrior. You know, his time there, I'm sure the, the entire organization loved him. Um, you know, he had great teammates there. I'm sure he still has those relationships as well, and you know, I think they're going to show some love, and he's going to also give them buckets. They're probably going to give up some buckets too. Oh yeah, the sharp shooter. But it'll it'll, it'll 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 be interesting. I'm I'm excited to watch a a high tempo type of game and a lot of scoring. So be on the lookout. It should be a very exciting one. You know, Curry, Kyrie, Harden, Durant, all in the same, all on the floor at the same time. You think it's the Western All Stars or something like that, but. Hey, let's let's enjoy it. In the MVP race right now, they say they got LeBron leading it and Bead in second and Jokic the Joker in third. I feel like Joker could use a little bit more love, but I do think LeBron is representing. Man, it's it's a tight race right now for sure. You know, they still got some time to keep those statistics rolling and flowing, but Embiid's been playing really well lately. Um you know, as long as he stays healthy, I think he'll always be in the race for for MVP. You know, he's had some injuries the, uh, the past few years that has kept him out some games. But him being healthy, he's he's dangerous. And, he, and he's proven it. LeBron, just phenomenal. You know, year 18. and He's an alien. Damn, 
It's like it's like he doesn't fall off at all. Like he could still be playing as well as he was in like year five in year twenty, and still be you know efficient, which is an alien. It's crazy. Dude's an alien, and I mean, Embiid obviously him him slowing down on the burgers has helped a lot. His diet looks like it's changed. He he looks like he's in the best shape of his career. So I think that's paying off dividends. Um, That'll be fun to see how it goes. It's still a long season. Hope none of those guys get hurt. Knock on some wood for them. Uh, But let's jump into what I really want to talk about. The Super Bowl recap. Brady got his seventh. The game was pretty fun to watch, but I think almost the celebration was more fun to watch. We got to watch Brady stumble around a little bit, have a good time. Gronk was himself. Lombardi Lenny was putting all kinds of crazy tweets and videos out in the world to see. Uh, at one point, he said the sun is so hot that he thought JPP had all of his fingers when we know that he <laughs> lost them in the fire firecracker accident. Um, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Well, <clears throat> well, we um, definitely didn't expect the game to go the way that it did. I mean, yeah. Would you would you lean on Brady winning a seventh one? Of course, one you never bet against Brady. We we talked about that, and two. I mean, the defense just played phenomenal. Let's let's give them you know their credit as well. Mahomes was nowhere near comfortable in the pocket at any time throughout the game, really. And it's Brady, like he's 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 a winner. He's a proven winner. And whoever doesn't believe that, I mean, the record books, they talk. You know, it's crazy, too, because you know that game would have been completely different if Mahomes would have had his starting tackles. I mean, he was pressured a lot. It would have been a completely different game. Things would have been – I don't know if they would have won. Like I said, going into the last episode, I really wanted to see the Bucks win because I wanted to see Brady get seven. I'm very happy for Brady. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, have a lot more glorious days ahead of them. I think they'll be fine. But the injury bug struck them at the wrong time. I mean, losing your left tackle right before the Super Bowl definitely kills you. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely tough. Um, you know, just believing that the Chiefs would not score a touchdown, <laughs> yeah. that's tough. You know, I didn't expect that. But once again, credit to the defense and – they were engaged. Todd Heavily. Bowles. Todd Bowles, man. He 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 finessed them. He schemed them up real good. It did help though that Tyreek Hill took a ball off the face. That probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, that too. There there was a few few oopsie daisies out there. Um, uh, but I, I I mean, the Super Bowl was great. It was really fun to watch that. I just can't even believe it. The, the, the after party was nuts. It was cool to see Antoine Whitfield give the peace sign back to Tyreek Hill. Probably the greatest unsportsmanlike conduct you could ever get worth every every yard, you know, all the flack. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, that was uh, very exciting to watch. When he did that, I was like, oh, he's, he's trolling for real. But, <laughs> you know, he, he had the right to do it. You know, Tyreek did it to him when he was burning him up during the regular season, but regular season is not what matters, unfortunately. And before we, we jump to some other football news, um, the weekend, the, speaking of the, the NFL Super Bowl weekend, 
let's talk about the performance from the weekend. Man, what do you think? I, did you I, enjoy I was not it? A big fan. I, I loved the music, but I thought it was not a very entertaining halftime show. <laughs> I did I did love the music, but the, the the show I thought, man, for him, what do you say he put up eight million of his own money for that too? I was like, come on, man, I could have got you some better. You could have gave me the money. I could have helped you out a little bit. Yeah, it was a a unique performance to say the least. <laughs> I'm usually not a fan of the performances, but I love the music. Like I'm a huge weekend fan. You know, I, I rock with all of his his albums. House of Blues, baby. Classic there. But you know, the performance I did think it was a little extra, especially, you know, with uh the situation going on. But the theatrics were the things that's keeping me engaged in it. You know, it's like the memes that you're seeing now of him like walking in the back and, you know, cameras all in his face. That's that's hilarious, but that's one we won't forget. He can sing like Michael Jackson, but he can dance like Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's not it's not too many that can, so we we need to see a Chris Brown Super Bowl. See what see what he can do. That'd be dope. He would give the performance of his life. That's what we need to see. For sure. All right, all right. Running back into NFL news, or do you got more about the Super Bowl that you want to go over? No, I just wanted to touch on the the, the weekend's sure. performance, you know, just to just see your your opinion on it, but I love the music. The, the sad thing is, it seems like a lot of them Canadian guys just can't really perform. I mean, love Drake's music. He's not a great performer, but I love his music. He, you know, he's gotten better over the years, but he was a pretty rough performer starting out. And I think he'd tell you that himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm sure it's you know different albums different music you know everything vibes different depending on the the audience you know you you might have the r&b audience you might have the rap audience obviously he can do both i still i i don't know man they, they need to get somebody out there who can dance bring bruno mars back you know who is i've actually had this conversation i was thinking about all the past um super bowl halftime shows that i've seen and, you know, obviously one of my favorites, and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased to Minnesota, but Prince's performance was amazing. Michael Jackson's had a sweet performance. Um, one of my favorites, too, is way back when it was like Nelly, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Aerosmith. I think Michael Jackson was a part of that one, too. That was a sweet performance. Um, but I thought Bruno Mars killed it. But one that I was also super disappointed with was Justin Timberlake. I did not think he had a good performance at halftime. Yeah, it's, I guess I don't know if it's the, you know, the viewership or whatever it may be, or, you know, just the nerves that it's the event of the, you know, the year for football. And uh, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a bunch of intangibles that, you know, make the performance, but I don't know. I just don't think performances are at least like Super Bowl performances, they're not the same as, you know, the typical concert or your feel like, I feel like that type of environment makes the music sound better, but the Super Bowl, whatever it may be, it doesn't make the performance as good. Should have brought back, should have brought back J-Lo and Shakira. They or, Jan or Janet Jackson. Let's bring Janet back too. Yeah. Let's bring her back. You know what, actually, since you brought up Janet, did you see that thing where Justin just came out apologizing to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson? I did. Fill me in on that. I, I want to know what's going on. 
I, I saw the headline. I didn't actually read the entire article or see what that was about, but I did see he issued an apology. I'm intrigued to see what this is about. Yeah, I got to check it out myself. All right, all right. Well, let's jump back into it. Other NFL news, uh, J.J. Watt was just cut yesterday. Where do you think he's going? He's going home. He's going, back to, to he's going back to Wisconsin, man. Nobody wants to see him in the – if he's just going to stay retired, okay. Nobody wants to see him in them green and yellow and ugh. That's going to be fire. Nobody wants to see that. Lil Wayne don't even want to see that. That's going to be fire. Yeah, yeah, right. If he doesn't want to win a ring, then definitely go back to the Packers. Go to the Packers if you don't want to win a ring. Sounds good. Sounds terrible. You Sounds get to good. go to one team that wins a ring, and I'm sure the team that he goes to is is going to be a competitor, a contender for sure. If he just wants to get knocked out of the first round of the playoffs, sign up for Green Bay. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> you guys at least got all at least, of problems. Make the playoffs, right? We'll make the playoffs. Vikes will make the playoffs next year. We'll make the playoffs. I don't know if we'll win a game in the playoffs, but I know we'll make the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. We will winning, see. Winning a game in the playoffs is obviously what we're not signing up for, but, you know, my Cowboys making the playoffs would be a great step, especially in a terrible NFC East division. So, I mean, we got we got bigger bigger plans ahead of us. You know, we got to get healthy, get these young guys whipped into shape, figure out our quarterback situation long term. You know, we, we got some issues, but I, I like the boys' situation. The only thing that sucks about it right now is Dak Prescott, and they messed up. They should have paid him last year. Now he's going to command way more money. And if I'm him, I wouldn't sign a long-term deal here anyways. I would take another franchise tag, go out next year as a, you know, a free agent, a legit free agent, and let a bidding war happen. Because the Cowboys, if they franchise him another, a, a third time, I think it escalates it to like damn near $70 million a year. So I don't, I don't even know why he – I mean, we're just talking about the money. The money side of it makes zero sense to sign anything other than the tag. Yeah, it'll be a, a very unique long-term situation. Obviously, if he's not going to be our quarterback, I'd love to figure out who is. A little swap with the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson would look really nice. That would not be bad at all, especially him already being in Texas. Eh, not too bad. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd love him. They should do a little swap I think I think Jerry would love that. I'm sure Dak would not like that. But you win some, you lose some. That's the truth. You know, other quarterback news, Russell Wilson wants to be traded, it sounds like. Really? And it supposedly his preferred destination is the Broncos. That's interesting. Very interesting. I cannot believe that. He would fit in pretty well with them. I think okay. they have a, they have a nice uh, nice core over there. Nice young group of guys that are very talented as well. You know, uh, some some injuries this season kind of kind of set them back for sure. But I think next season they'll be they'll be back in contention. Could you imagine him with Cortland Sutton coming off the ACL, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, I think Tim Patrick's over there. Noah Fant. I yeah. mean, they, they, your boy Melvin. Great, great group of guys. I, I think he is. Scary he would, offense. He would succeed well. 
probably a better O-line than the Seahawks have. Probably not get banged up as much. It sounds like that's what the real problem is, is they won't give him an offensive line. He wants one. I agree. I think I think that would be the move. You, you know, we brought up Deshaun. Deshaun supposedly is eyeing the Niners and the Broncos as well. The Niners would be a very solid move for him. It'd be a completely different game to what he's used to playing, though, in that system. Yeah. But, but I mean, Shanahan, time, I think, would maximize him. It's time to see him in a new system. Uh, it's I don't know what Houston was really doing with him, and you know he really didn't have the protection that he needed to, you know, to thrive at that position. You know, he had to, you know, thank God he has pretty solid legs, can run, get out of pocket, and escape when he needed to. But he shouldn't have to resort to that <laughs> consistently. You know, if you're a quarterback, you're you know, you should be able to throw the ball comfortably. Oh, obviously, sure. it doesn't. Obviously, it doesn't happen like that all the time. But you know, more than not, you should be able to you know execute your game plan without having to run for your life. And I mean, the other quarterback that's been you know thrown around a lot with rumors is Carson Wentz. It sounds like he really wants to get out of Philly. Uh, Philly is standing pat, thinking that they're going to get some Matthew Stafford type trade and get a first round pick for him. But the highest offer they've received is from the Colts for two second-round picks. And it sounds like the Bears are losing interest and they're walking away because they think two seconds is even too high. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I guess, the season of the the quarterbacks to move. You know, we got Dak's situation, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, Stafford. Man, it's Russell Wilson, like... Musical chairs, baby. It'll be unique to see these these guys in new systems with new you know, wide receivers. There's There's been a lot of rumors about Kirk Cousins remaining a Viking as well. And a lot of people are saying trade him. I think the only logical destination that he possibly could get traded to is the Niners if they would trade for him. But then you're stuck with a Jimmy G who I think only has like two and a half million left guaranteed on his deal. But I don't know if, I mean, do you, I definitely don't think we're going to the playoffs with Jimmy. So I don't yeah. even know. You just want to unload cap. I feel like at this point you might as well ride it out. I don't, I don't think Jimmy is the answer. Me either. You know? So, I mean, you, you've done this much with him, like ride it out. Potentially, if the Niners offered like a Stafford-like trade and sent two future firsts for Kirk Cousins along with Jimmy G, are you saying yes to that deal? Yes. Yes. Are you saying yes yeah. to it if it's just one first? Mm. Why not? Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is, is it sounds like Kirk has zero in desire to sign an extension. And the way that he has the the cap restraints set up in his contract and the way that it escalates, it really puts the Vikes in quite a bind because they cannot franchise tag him a third time because it carried over from Washington. He's got us by the nuts, man. He is definitely in the driver's seat, even though he doesn't have the trade clause in, but no trade. Yeah, he's definitely set up nicely. I like his agent. He's a very smart guy. Who's also Dak Prescott's agent, by the way? Well, can't be mad at that. You know, they do their job, and they do it well. 
Well, man, I, I, are, are there any other sports endeavors that you're looking forward to seeing in this possible or next week or two? Uh, pretty excited just for this Nets and Warriors game tonight. We'll see what happens. Uh, just because KD's going back to Golden State, I think he's going to light them up as yeah. usual. I feel like that, that's always the case when you have a, you know, X player coming back to the old arena, you know, got the old feels, you know, he's going to enjoy that. I'm just, I'm just excited to see the Steph Curry show. I mean, I expect the Nets to win. Um, I know KD will be KD. I mean, he's the one of the most consistent people ever. So I'm, I'm excited to watch that, but I just like watching the show that Curry puts on, man. That guy is so different. Yeah, he's a... Uh... A guru at the guard position, man. It's a, it's crazy how much he's changed the game, how influential he is now, and to just remember him at Davidson, you know. Yep. Just you know, creating that name for himself during the, the conference tournament, going into the NCAA tournament, and showing that he can score. And I, I felt like at that point, like he could be a special player. Did I think he was going to pan out to what he did in the NBA? Not necessarily, but glimpses of that. And he far exceeded those expectations. Do you think the Wolves will have a very similar situation with the LaMelo ball? Uh, you know, passing on LaMelo ball. And the reason why I say that is, is, you know, we chose Johnny Flynn. We chose Ricky Rubio. And we passed on Steph Curry. We did pass on Steph Curry, though, because he did not want to come to Minnesota. And essentially, I don't think we passed on LaMelo because he didn't want to come here, even though I know he didn't want to come here. I know his family didn't want him to come here. But we passed on him because I think they thought they chose the safer pick. Um, I'm just wondering if, if you think 10 years from now we're going to be saying the same thing. Man, really wish we would have took Curry. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's the case. You know, why wouldn't you wish you have taken, you know, Curry? You know, obviously, at the time, you didn't know the potential of the player. You know, obviously, he's good at at that moment. But, you know, anything other than that. I wanted him and Brandon Jennings. I thought that would be the coldest guard combo in the league. See, oh, like that, that, <laughs> that, that would have been a great move, you know? you know. Obviously, I'm sure you can say that for a lot of different players. And, you know, um, whatever guy that got chose second before Jordan, like, you know, yeah. we'd have went to the, yeah, instead of the Bulls, he'd have been a, a blazer and would have been the same situation. The outcome would have been a little different, but it's the world yeah. we live in. You know, I'm sure we you can say that as well for your life. Oh, I think we all can say that, Q. And that's a wrap. We'll get back <laughs> to the next episode next week. Appreciate you, my guy. Always, always. <laughs>